Hello everyone, and welcome to my Blackadian universe. My name is Denise, and I am a Blackadian. What is a Blackadian, you ask? Well, it's exactly as it sounds. I am both Black and I am Canadian. So what I want to talk about is what it means to me to be a black woman living in Canada, how that influences the way I live, the way I am perceived, the way the world perceives me, uh, and how I see the world through the eyes of a black Canadian woman. I think it's a very distinct and unique identity. Um, some, frankly, that people don't even think exists, but we do exist. Um, that's why I'm welcoming you into my Blackadian universe. So I want to talk about all kinds of exciting things that are going on right now in the world, lots of movements, lots of change. Um, I wanted to start with some Canadian politics, um, basically getting a feel for my Canadian landscape here and the fact that we are looking as Canadians to our neighbors in the south and we judge them quite harshly on race politics. But here's a question that hasn't come up a lot. When is Canada going to get a black prime minister? So a little Canadian history. As of 2015, Canada has had 22 prime ministers since Confederation, so that's since 1867, and the current being Mr. Justin Trudeau. All of them have been white. However, people are predicting, I guess statisticians are predicting that in the next 15 years, almost half of Canada's population will in fact be racialized, so non-white. And I don't think that there is going to be any interest, or at least I haven't heard the question, that there is any interest in having a racialized prime minister. And I think that comes from the perception that Canada is mostly a white nation. And I'll give you an example. A few years back, a company that I will not mention because I do not feel like getting sued, had a campaign about, I am Canadian. They had just sort of a very stereotypical, I think, what everyone perceives as a Canadian person, a very, you know, white male wearing a flannel shirt proclaiming that he is a Canadian. And I didn't question this image. It fit with what I thought a Canadian was. 
um, and I was in university at the time, and one of our professors uh, asked all of us to sort of imagine what this commercial would be like if there was an Asian Canadian person um, declaring that they were Canadian. Uh, how would that, you know, fit with us? And, you know, we all were shocked to think, um, all of us in our anti-racism class that, you know, obviously think that we are not racist. We're very enlightened uh, young people. We all knew that we thought that that would seem very strange to us if that was in fact the case. So as Canadians, we assume that we are inclusive, that we accept all of our racialized citizens, um, and that we don't have to uh, work on any of our racism because basically it does not exist and that I think is stopping us from addressing the fact that there are some deep systemic racism issues in Canada. Um, we compare ourselves quite often to Americans who, um, you know, their racialized biases are, are very prevalent um, in the news and the media. And uh, having, um, you know, all of this sort of come to a head with the election of their first uh, black president, um, we, it, in all of the critiques of America, uh, something that is missing from uh, Canada uh, is the critique of ourselves in the sense that we've had all these prime ministers and not one of them has been racialized. Um, I think we should, uh, as Canadian, I think we would have some sort of uh, reaction to that, the fact that our supposedly racist uh, neighbors to the south sort of beat us to the punch in electing um, a racialized person to the highest office um, in the land. So uh, what do I think that would look like in Canada? Um, would there be people upset, questioning uh, the very citizenship of the racialized person elected? Um, probably a little bit. I think, uh, I think people would be shocked to um, realize just how much they they felt these things, you know, um, just questioning uh, this person's ability to lead a nation that they probably perceive is very different from the history of that racialized person. Uh, they might think that they wouldn't uh, give their concerns thought. So one of the very interesting things about being a racialized person is people don't think that you are a full human being. So white people and whiteness means that you can do and be anything, whereas uh, being a black uh, person or a racialized person is that you can only have those kinds of racialized experiences. You can't uh, imagine or put yourself in the shoes of anybody other than um, people in your own specific group. Um, 
So I think there would be a lot of talk around that. Would it be as overt as it is in uh, America? Um, I don't think it would be. I don't think it would be as overt. It would be subtle. And that's the thing about um, Canadian racism is that it is a much more subtle um, racism, which makes it very much more dangerous. It can go under uh, people's radar, not being as detected. It's only um, when it's sort of critiqued and analyzed um, and pointed out often, unfortunately, by marginalized groups uh, that it's called uh, to attention, brought to the forefront of people's minds, that that is in fact something that's not appropriate. It's uh, very racist. So of course there's systemic racism in Canada um, that is, you know, a given. Um, I mean, there has to be asked the question, has there never been a qualified person of color to be the prime minister in Canada so far? Of course, there has been um, lots of influential political figures in Canada, lots of leaders that are um, people of color. So what's preventing them from having that job, that top job, of course, the answer is racism. Something that I know um, that also influences this barrier uh, in Canada is um, well, I, we've touched upon that already, just that belief of uh, racialized Canadians not being real Canadians. I think everyone's heard that question. Every person of color has gotten this question. Um, where are you from? Where are you from? And it's such a loaded question. Uh, it's been discussed at length. I love that um, people are speaking up about this question, uh, letting white people know exactly what that means to us, what it means. It's a perfect example of uh, systemic racism, this hidden, quiet racism that exists in our society in this question because it is implying that you are an other. You cannot be one of us. You're not one of us. You're different from me. You don't belong. You must be from somewhere else. It seems like a polite and, uh, you know, question of interest to you. It's not, you know, something about like, you know, where do you live now uh, kind of question, which is something uh, white Canadians would get sort of, you know, what neighborhood are you from? Did you grow up around here? Those kind of questions. There's the assumption in that question that you're going to say anywhere else other than Canada. So it's why, um, you know, it just, it's a loaded question for lots of people. I remember just a few, uh, months ago, Ellen DeGeneres was getting some heat on, you know, asking one of the stars from uh, the Crazy Rich Asians, you know, where she was from. And she was like, Jersey, or I forget where she was from, but it's true. She was like, where do you mean? Where am I from? I'm American. Um, and it's just because, you know, 
it's probably been a lifetime of answering that question and she just wasn't having it. I mean, she was trying to promote, <laughs> you know, being proud and Asian and then she was getting stuck with that question. She was like, nah, nah, brah, nope, done. So it, it, it just made me laugh because that was the anthem of just a fed up racialized person. It just made me laugh. Uh, we all feel that way. And it's not coming out of maliciousness. Uh, I'm not saying that, you know, it was just like a plug. You know, Ellen was trying to get her, get back at her. Um, it's not like that. It's not from there. And, you know, <laughs> the anger that comes from that question is just because it's seen as such an innocent question. And there is no from a racialized perspective, from her perspective, the only she knows that the only people that are going to understand why she's angry about that question are people that aren't in positions of power. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, why is she being so rude? Why is it such a big deal? You know, that's the kind of anger that she's fighting back because she knows that the question is wrong. And, uh, you know, influencers, people in positions of authority and power white people are not going to understand why it was inappropriate um, no matter how much uh, marginalized people speak out in support of it they're just going to be like you know what just answer the question just answer the question um, <laughs> so yeah white people don't ask people that are racialized where they're from you know just pretend like they're white ask them if they grew up around here do they live around here where do you live around here just keep it like that and if you, you don't trust yourself just avoid the topic completely that's a little tip a little white people tip for the day uh, <laughs> so um, one of the other things that I think will happen uh, if a racialized prime minister or let's just say it a black prime minister comes up in the world um, people will question his ability to lead the country a hundred percent anytime there are black people in positions of authority you know they are overachievers trust me they did not get this position handed to them there's no you know sort of oh there was uh you know trying to make a quota to have you know black uh senior leaders they're they're actually grossly underrepresented um this person is above and beyond they were working for this striving towards this their entire life dodging uh the barriers that are put into place to absolutely ensure that they are never going to be in positions of authority and power. Um, they had to work twice as hard to get half as far um, with their achievements, but their intellect, their motivation will be questioned 100%, just like it was for President Obama, just um, the most ridiculous arguments will come out and nobody will ever say it's because of the color of his skin it'll just be you know assumed for the right audience that that's why they're questioning him so why hasn't anybody asked this question before what's happening why will canada ever have a black prime minister an asian prime minister an indigenous 
prime minister. What do you guys think? You know, let me know what you're thinking on this issue. What work needs to be done for Canada to get there? I think it's going to start with recognizing we have a problem. So those are my thoughts on whether or not there will ever be a black Canadian prime minister. I hope you enjoyed being a part of my Blackadian universe and you'll join me next time. Thanks. Bye.